Welcome back to my daily reading. Well, not so daily, but I'm working on it. Um, so last time we were reading, we were on chapter 14. Ravi must have reached the end first. A sharp intake of breath right by her ear, like a windstorm trapped inside her head. Pip helped, held up one finger to put him on pause until she was done. Reached the very last word and then, oh, she said. Ravi jerked away from her, standing up to his full height. Oh, he said, voice higher and scratchier than it should be. Is that all you have to say about that, oh? What are you? She spun her chair to watch him. His hands were dancing nervously, tucked under his chin. What are you freaking out about? What are you not freaking out about? He tried not to raise his voice, but should have tried harder. A serial killer, Pip. Ravi. His name broke apart in her mouth into a small laugh. His eyes flashed angrily at her. This is from six and a half years ago. The DT killer confessed. I'm pretty sure he pleaded guilty in court too. He's been in prison all this time and there were no more murders after his arrest. The DT killer is gone. Yeah, well, what about the dead pigeons? Ravi said, his arms, his arm in a straight and quivering line, pointing back to the screen. And the chalk lines, Pip? Those two exact things in the week, in the weeks before he killed Julia, Ravi dropped his knees in front of her, holding one hand up to her face, thumb a little f- Wait, up to her face, thumb, and little fingers folded down. Three, he hissed, bringing his three raised fingers even closer. Three chalk figures. Julia was the fourth victim. Pit. Pip, three before her, and now there have been five women killed, and there are five little stick figures outside your house right effing now. Look, calm down, she said, taking his raised hand, tucking it between her knees to hold it still. I've never heard of those things, Julia Hunter's sister said there, not in any articles or podcasts. Maybe the police decided, decided they weren't relevant in the end. But they are relevant to you. I know, I know. I'm not saying that. She locked onto his eyes. Tilted her chin. Obviously, there's a connection between what Harriet Hunter said and what's happening to me. Well, I haven't had any mysterious phone calls yet. Ravi cut across her. His hand trying to escape. But the DT killer is in prison. Look. She released his hand and turned back to the laptop. Typing DT killer into a new research page. And press enter. Press enter. Ah, Billy Karras, yes, that's his name, she said, scrolling down the page of results to show Ravi. See, age 30, when he was arrested, he confessed confessed in a police interview, and see, yep, he also pleaded guilty to all five murders. No need for a trial. He's in prison and will be for the rest of his life. It doesn't really look like the police sketch, Ravi sniffed his hand finding its own way back between her knees. Well, kind of. She squinted at Billy Karras' mugshot, greasy dark brown hair pushed back from his forehead, green eyes that almost jumped right out of his face, startled by the camera. 
No one ever really does anyway. That seemed to help Ravi a little, putting a, f a face to the name. The proof unrolling before his eyes as Pip clicked onto the second page of results. She stopped scrolling back up. Something had caught her eye. A number. A month. What? Ravi asked her. A tumor, a tumor in his hand that passed through to her. Oh, it's nothing, she said, shaking her head so he knew she, she meant it. Nothing really, just I never realized before. The final victim of the DT killer, Tara Yitz, she was killed on April 18th, 2014. He looked at her, the same glint of recon recognition in his eyes. Majority, majority, back, back her own. She watched herself, the rapt version of her trapped in the darkness of his eyes, while one of them had to say it out loud. The same night Andy Bell died, she said. That is weird, he said. He dropped his gaze and the pip that lived in them slipped away. This is all weird, all of it. Okay, he's in prison, but so why is someone doing the exact same to you as happened to Julia Hunter before she died? To all the victims, potentially, and don't tell me it's a coincidence because that's a lie. You don't believe in coincidences. He had her there. No, I know. I don't know. She stopped to laugh at herself, unsure why she had. It didn't belong here. Obviously, she, obviously that can't be a coincidence. Maybe someone wants to, wants me to think I'm being stalked by the DT killer. Why would someone want that? Ravi, I don't know. She felt defensive all of a sudden. Hot, the fence, going up again. But this time to keep Ravi out. Maybe someone wants to drive me crazy, push me over the edge. They wouldn't have to push very hard at all. She walked herself right up to the edge, toes hanging over the drop. One sharp breath to the back of her neck would probably do it. Just one question between her and that long fall gate. Long fall down. Who will look for you when you're the one who disappears? And no one has been killed since this Billy guy was arrested. Ravi double-checked it. Double checked. No, Pip said, and it's a very distinctive MO. The duct tape around the face. Move over, a sec, Robbie said, rolling her chair away from the desk, her hands falling from the laptop. Hey, I'm just seeing something, he said. Kneeling in front of the screen, he flicked to the top of the page, deleted the current research items, and typed in Billy Karras Innocent. Pip sighed, watched him scroll quickly through the resu results. Ravi, he confessed, and he pleaded guilty. The DT killer is behind bars, not outside my house. There was a crackling sound in Ravi's throat, somewhere between a gasp and a cough. There's a Facebook page, he said. For what? Pip dug in her heels to scoot the chair back. A page called Billy Karras is Innocent. He clicked on it, and Billy Karras' mugshot filled the screen as the banner image. His face looked softer the second time, somehow younger. Well, of course there is, Pip said, pulling up at Ravi's side. 
I bet there's a Facebook page proclaiming the innocence of every single serial killer. I bet there's even one for Ted Bundy. Ravi hovered the arrow above the ab, above the about tab, pressed his thumb into the trackpad to bring it up. Oh, Gaga, he said, scanning the page. It's run by his mom. Look, Maria Karras, poor woman. Pip said quietly. Of course, she thinks her own her own kid is innocent. On May 16, 2014, after sitting in a police interview room for nine hours without a break, my son gave a false confession to crimes he did not commit. A confe- confession co-served by intense and illegal police interrogation tactics. Ravi read, Ravi read from the screen. He immediately recanted the next morning after some sleep, but it was already too late. The police had all what they needed. A false confession, Pip said, looking into Bailey Carius's eyes. As though sorry. As though the question was wait, the question were from him. No, it couldn't be. Those were the eyes of the DT killer staring back at her. They had to be. Otherwise, serious systemic failings in our own criminal justice system. Ravi started skipping into the next paragraph. Need 3,000 signatures on the petition to Congresswoman. Oh man, she only has 29 signatures so far. Trying to bring Billy's case to the attention of the innocent project so we can all appeal the conviction he stopped oh look she's even put her phone number in the con- contact info section please contact me if you have any legal experience or media connections and think you can help me with billy's case or would like to help collect the signatures please note print callers will be reported to the police he turned from the screen locked eyes with pip what she said reading the answers in the doubt turn of his mouth well, of course she thinks he's innocent. She's his mom. That's not proof, but it's a question mark, he said firmly, dragging Pip and the chair closer. You should call her. Talk to her. See what her, her reasons are. Pip shook her head. I don't want to disturb this poor woman. Give her false hope for no reason. She's clearly been through enough. Yeah, Ravi ran his hands up her leg. The very same thing my mom went through that I went through when everyone thought sh- that everyone thought Sal killed Dandy Bell and how did that come to an end again he said tapping a finger to his chin while be while he pretended to grapple for the memory oh yeah with an unsolicited unsolicited I think I'm saying that right I sure it's wrong actually unsocialized I don't know what how do I say that word anyways knock at the door from an overly president presidented Pippus Maximus that was entirely different she said turning away from him because she knew if she looked at him any longer she he'd convince her to do it and she couldn't do it, could not, because if she called that poor woman 
that would be admitting there was a chance, a possibility. My God, sorry, <laughs> a possibility. Wait, that the wrong man was sitting in prison. The uh, and the right man, he was outside her house, drawing head headless stick figures of the woman he'd already killed, coming for her beckoning her to join them number six and that would be a game she she wasn't ready for a stalker was one thing but this okay never mind ravi shrugged how about we sit here twiddling our thumbs instead just wait wait and see how this whole stalker thing plans out the passive approach never thought i'd see you opt for a opt for a passive anything but well just hang tight kick back no biggie i didn't say that she rolled her eyes at him but what did you say he said was that this was for you that you can do this alone this is what you are good at investigating he was right she had just said that her test her trial her final judgment save herself to save herself that was all this that was all this all still true even more so if there was that chance that possibility that there was a right man and a wrong man i know she said quietly conceding with a long outward breath she known knew as soon as she'd finished reading the article what she had to do had only needed ravi to dry it out so he smiled the little smile that always got her and he dropped her phone into her hand investigated that is the last page of chapter 14 so now we're going into 15 chapter 15 yay pip had stared at the numbers so long they were burning burned into the underside of her eyes Four seven five 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 zero one eight three. A little tune inside her head that she could now repeat back without looking, and and ever repeating loop that had played through her mind all night as she begged begged for sleep down to her last four four pills now. Her not her thumb hovered over the green call button again she and ravi had tried it five times yesterday but it rang out each time no voicemail maria Carus must have been busy maybe even investigating oh maybe even visiting her son they'd guessed pip said she would try again in the morning but now she was stalling afraid even because once she pressed that button and Maria picked up on the other end, there'd be no going back, no unknowing what she knew, or unhearing or unthinking it. But already the idea had burned, burrowed deep, settling down inside her head next to Stanley's dead eyes and Charlie Gray's gun. And even now, as she clicked a ballpoint pen in one hand, she heard something in the click and unclick two distant notes two letters dt 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 and yet she kept on clicking her hand was resting against her notebook a new page after her notes on 
body decomposition and liver mortis. Maria Caris number scribbled there. She couldn't escape it. Pitt finally pressed the call button and put the phone on speaker. It rang the shrill sound riding up and down her spine, just as it had yesterday, but then click. Hello, Kira's residence, said a muffled voice, the words softened by a Greek accent. A Greek accent. Oh, um, hi, Pip said, recovering, clearing her throat, and I'm looking for Maria Karras. Yes, that's me, the voice replied, and Pip imagined the woman behind it, heavy eyes and a sad smile. How can I help you? Hi, Maria, she said, fiddling nervous, nervously with the, the pen again. DT, DT, DT. Sorry to disturb you on, sun, on a Sunday. My name is Pippa Fitzamobi. Oh, sorry. I was Pip Fitzamobi and I. Oh my god, Maria cut across her. You finally got my message? Pip stuttered. Wait, stuttered. Felt her eyebrows pulling together. What message? Oh, I, um, your message? Yes, that email I sent, I sent through your website. Oh, back in April, it must have been. I have tried to send you a message on Twitter, but I can never work those things on my own. But you finally got it? She said, her voice climbing in pitch. Pip had never seen this email. She considered to, uh, considered for, for half a moment, deciding to go with it. Y yes, your email, she said. Thank you so much for reaching out to me, Maria, and apologizes, apologize it. It's taken me so long to respond. Oh, sweetheart, please, Maria said. It rustled down her end as she was repositioned the phone. I know you must be terribly busy, and I'm just so happy you got it at all. I didn't know if you would be doing any more of the of this podcast but i want to reach out anyway in case you were looking for another local case you're really very brilliant your parents must be very proud of you and i just know knew this is exactly what we need for billy to bring some media attention which you and your podcast would very much do it's very popular my hairdresser listens to it too as my email said, we are trying to get the innocent project to help us with Billy. Maria paused to take a breath and Pip stepped in before she lost her chance. Yes, Pip said, and Maria, I have to be upfront with you. This call doesn't mean I will necessarily be covering your son's case on the podcast. I'd need to do some intensive intensive research before i make any decision on the front that front oh sweetheart yes i understand of course Maris, maria said and it it was almost as though pip could feel the warmth of her voice radiating out of the phone and maybe you are still thinking my son is guilty he's a dt killer the stanford strangler whichever name it Whichever name it is, almost everybody does. I would not blame you. Pip cleared her throat again to buy herself some time. She certainly hoped Billy Karras 
was guilty for her own sake, but she couldn't say that. Well, I haven't looked into all the details of the case yet. I know your son confessed to all five murders and then pleaded guilty in the court, which isn't the easiest position to begin with. It was a false confession, Maria said with a sniff. It was coerced. I don't think I'm saying that right. Coerced. I don't know. <laughs> By the officers interviewing him. So why didn't Billy then plead innocent? Take the case for, to trial. Do you think you could talk me through the details, the evidence, why you think Billy is not guilty? Of course, darling, I do not mind, Maria said, and I can tell you a secret. I thought Billy was guilty, too, for the first year or two. I thought eventually he would tell me the truth, but he kept telling me, Mama, Mama, I did not do it, I promise you, for two years. So then I started to look into it, and that's when I realized he was telling the truth. He's innocent, and you would think so too if you could see the police interview oh wait i can send it to you more rustling down the line i got copies of all the these police documents years ago through that what did you they call it again oh the freedom of information act i have the whole interview his confession the transcript is over a hundred pages did you know they had him in that room for nine hours he was exhausted, terrified, but I tell you what, I can go through it and highlight the most important parts. And, wait, okay, parts. I messed up. Um, yeah, send and scan to you. I think I know how to use that scanner. It might take me a while to go through it all, but I... I can send that to you tomorrow, latest. Yes, please, Pip said, making a scribble note on her page. If you could, that would be very helpful. Thank you. But there's no rush, really. Except there definitely was. Five little stick women there had heads gone because they were all wrapped up in tape, climbing up to Pip's room to meet their number six the end in sight unless that's just what someone wanted her to think of course yes i will said maria and you can see exactly what i mean all the answers they feed to him he knows nothing they tell they tell him they have all this evidence against him they even imply they have someone who saw him during one murder which wasn't true billy billy got so confused bless him I know he's my son, but he was never the sharpest tool in the shed, as they say. He had a bit of a drinking problem, too, back then. Sometimes would black out in the evening, and these officers convinced him that he's committing the murders while he's blacked out. That's why he, he doesn't remember. I think Billy started to believe it, or... Believe it of himself, even, until he finally got some sleep in the cell, and then he recanted the confession right away. You know, false confession are a lot more common than you think. Of, of the 365 people the Innocent Project have helped exonerate in recent decades, more than a quarter of them have, 
had confessed to their alleged crime. Maria must have recited that fact from the top of her head, and that's when Pip fully realized this was her entire life. Every breath and every thought dedicated to her son, to Billy. He had a new name, had new names now, though the DT killer, the Stanford strangler, a monster, Pip's chest ached from this woman, but not quite enough to want her to be right now. Wait, not quite enough to want her to be right. Anything but that. I did not know that statics, Pip said, and I'm very interested to see Billy's interview, but Maria, sorry, but Maria said, oh my lord, I keep losing my part, but Maria, if he recanted the next morning, why did they play? Why did he plead, then plead guilty? Oh my God, that was a tongue twister. His lawyer, Maria said, a hint of reproach taining her soft voice. He was a public defender. I did not have money to hire a lawyer if I only had, only I had. It is one of my biggest regrets. I should have tried harder. Maria paused, her breath crackling through the speaker. This lawyer basically told Billy that because he had already confessed to all five murders and the police had this confession on tape, that there was no point in going to trial. He would lose. They had other evidence too, but they, the confession was a thing. The jury would believe the t- that tape over Billy any day well the lawyer wasn't wrong they say that a confession in the most prejudicial 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 i think that's how you say prejudicial piece of evidence i see pip said because she couldn't think of what else to say but we should have tried maria continued who knows what might have come up in a trial to save Billy. What evidence, you know? There was an unidentified fingerprint on the second victim, Melissa Denny. The prints, the print does not match Billy's, and they don't know who it belongs to. And she broke off, paused. On that night, that Bethany Ingham was murdered, the third victim... I think Billy was here with me. I can't be certain, but I think on that night, Billy came over to one... Wait. Came over to my house in the evening. He'd been drinking a lot, could not string one sentence together, so I made made him sleep in his old bedroom, took his keys so he wouldn't try to get in the car again. I don't have any evidence of this. I have searched and searched phone records, security cameras, down the road, everything. I don't have evidence, but in a court, my testimony would have been evidence. How could Billy have murdered Bethany if he was home with me? She exhaled. 
but the lawyer told Billy that if he pleaded guilty, the judge might let him serve in a prison closer by so that I could visit him more easily, which then didn't happen, of course. Billy lost hope. That's why he said he was guilty. He thought the game was already lost before it began. Pip had been scribbling scribbling as Maria spoke. Her words slanted letters trampling each other in her past to get it all down. She realized Maria had stopped, was waiting for her to speak. Sorry, Pip said. So, other than the confession, what other evidence did the police have that made them think Billy is DT? Well, there were a few things, Maria said, and Pip could hear shuffling down her hand as though Maria was flickering through papers. The main one was that Billy was the person who found Tara Yates, the final victim. He found her body? Pip asked, the vaguely remembered, vaguely, I don't think I'm also saying that one right. Remember that now. From one of the podcasts she'd listened to, remembered remembered how they'd framed it as the big twist. Yes, he found her like that, taped around her ankles and wrists, wrapped around her face. I couldn't even imagine seeing another human being like that. It was at work where he found her. Billy worked for a ground maintenance company, cutting lawns trimming hedges picking up trash that sort of thing it was early in the morning and billy was on the ground grounds of this hotel one of his company sites company sites sorry cutting the grass he spotted tara in the trees around the edge of the site she cleared her throat and billy well the first thing he does is run over to her he thought she might still be alive. Couldn't see her face, you see. He should have gone over, should have left her there and called the police straight away, but that's not what Billy did. Maria trailed off. What did he do? Pip promoted her. He tried to help her. Maria exhaled. He thought the tape on her face was keeping her from breathing, so he tried. he started to unwrap it touching her and the tape with his bare hands. Then, when he realized that she wasn't breathing anyway, he attempted CPR, but he didn't know what he was doing and never learned what to do. A small cough. He knew he needed help, so he ran back to the hotel and told one of the employees to call the police to help him He had his cell on him. He just forgot about it in the moment. I guess maybe he was in shock. I don't know what that does to you, seeing another person like that. Pip knew exactly what it did to you, though. She could never try to explain it. So the results of that, Maria continued, was that Billy's DNA, his sweat and saliva were all over poor Tara. And his fingerprints, silly boy, she said quietly. But the police would have known that was from him discovering the body, trying to save Tara, even if he didn't realize it was too late and he was only contaminating the scene. Yes, well, maybe that's what they believed entirely. Entirely? I think that's what you say? 
But you know, I've done a lot of research into serial killers these last few years. I would even go as far as to say I'm an expert in them now. And with this kind of criminal DT, it is very common that the killer would try to insert himself into the police investigation somehow, calling with the ideas or tips or offering to help search parties, that sort of that sort of thing, even trying to get information to see how safe they are from suspicion. That's what the police thought this was. Eventually, Billy inserting himself into the investigation by discovering Jerry's body to appear helpful, innocent, or maybe to cover himself in case he had left any DNA on her while committing the murder. Maria sighed. You see now how everything is twisted to fit the story? With a sinking feeling in her gut, Pip realized she was she had just nodded. No, what was she doing? She didn't want it to go this way because if there was a chance Billy was innocent, then F O F. Luckily, Maria had resumed talking and Pip didn't have to listen to the voice in her head anymore. Maybe this would have been okay on its own, she said. But there were other details that tied Billy into this whole mess. He knew one of the victims, Bethany Ingram, number three. She was his supervisor. Supervisor at work. He was very saddened after he learned about her death. Said she was all, always so nice to him. And, and the first victim, Phila Brockfield, her body was found on a golf course just outside Bridge. Bridgeport. It was another site that had a contract with the company Billy worked at, and Billy was on the team assigned there. His work van was seen driving to the golf course on the same morning Phyllis' body was left there. But of course, he was just driving to work and the duct tape. Well, it was the exact same kind Billy had access to at work, so... Pip could feel that that part of her awakening, the spark in her brain, questions rolling over each over, over each other. Oh my God, sorry, rolling over each over, oh other. Oh my God, why could I not say that? Gathering speed, the world slowing as her mind picked up double double pace. She shouldn't. She knew what this path meant from for her but she couldn't stop it and one of the questions came loose so all of those t- details try trying billy tying billy to the murders they are related to his job pip said what's the name of the company he worked for too late just ask, asking it meant it was already too late for her that on some level she must think it's possible that she might not be speaking to the mother of the dt killer at all Yes, that is where the Cohen's connections sorry, seem to come from. Maria said, voice even faster now, more ex- excitable. The company is called Green Scene Limited. Scene not like eyes, like the kind of kind in a film. Got it, thanks, Pip said, writing the name of the company at the bottom of her page. She tilted her head, studied the words from another angle. She thought she recognized the name from where, though. Well, if the company company operated nearby, she'd probably seen it, 
seen its logo on vans driving through Fairview. And how long had Billy, Billy worked there? Pip asked as she swiped her fingers across her laptop, laptop's trackpad, the screen springing back to life. She typed in green scene LTD Connecticut and hit enter. Since 2009 it was. The first result was the company's website and yes, Pip did recognize the comp cone-shaped tree of its logo and it image she knew that is. my god I can't turn this page oh my god it's so hard to turn <laughs> okay she knew that already existed in her brain somewhere but why the home page told her about green scenes specialists and award-winning grounds maintenance service with a slideshow of photos Lo lower down the page was a link to another site its sister company clean scene ltd which offered cleaning service for offices housing associations and more hello maria said tentatively breaking the silence and Pip had almost forgotten she was even there. Sorry, Maria, she said, scratching her eyebrows. For more reason, I recognize the company's name and I can figure out why. Pip clicked on the menu item labeled our team. Oh, I know why you'd recognize it, sweetheart, Maria said. It's because the but the page loaded and the answer was there in front of her before Maria could say a grinning photo of a pseudoman at the top introducing the manage, managing director and owner of Green Screen LTD a clean scene LTD it was Jason Bell oh my god it's Jason Bell's company Pip said in, in outward breath the price connecting in her head yes that was it that's how she knew it yes dear maria says softly andy bell's father and of course you know all about andy bell we all do now because of your podcast poor mr bell was going through his own unthinkable tragedy around the same time exactly the same time pip thought andy died the same night Tara Yates was murdered, and here Andy had come up yet again, back from the dead. Billy Karras worked at Jason Bow's company, and his connection to the DT killings in each case was also tied to his job. If Pip had to admit it to her, admit it to herself right here, right now, that there were even the fair, finest, fine faintest possibility possibility billy Karras was innocent that there might be a wrong man and a right man green scene ltd was where she would should look first if this were a case with no other wait sorry i lost the page was like stuck to the other one okay complications oh my god that like that describes what i just did 
complications. No ties to her. No dead pigeons or stick figures at her doorway. That would be her first step, and yet that step seemed so much harder this time, so much heavier. Maria pips at her voice rough and gravelly. Just one last thing after Billy was arrested, the killer's killing stopped. How do you explain that? As I said, I've learned a lot about serial killers in the last few years, she said. And one thing most people do do oh my god, don't realize is that sometimes serial killers just stop. Sometimes they age out or they have life events going on that mean they don't have to are have the urge or the time anymore say a new relationship or maybe the birth of a child so maybe that's what happened here or maybe the killer saw an easy way out after billy's arrest pip's pen dragged to a stop her mind to fool maria thank you so much for talking sorry for taking the time to talk to me today this has all been very don't say helpful don't say terrifying interesting she said oh sweetheart please thank you for taking the time maria sniffed there's no one i could talk to about this no one who listens so thank you for that even if it goes no further i understand darling you know how hard it is to apply a conviction once it is made it is almost hopeless we know this but billy will be so touched to even know you reached out and it i will get right on onto scanning the transcript of billy's interview so you can see your for yourself pip wasn't sure she wanted to see for herself there was a part of her that wanted to clasp clasp her hands over her eyes and wish this all away wish herself away disappear tomorrow maria said firmly i promise shall i send to your podcast email address y- yes that would be perfect thank you pip said and i'll be in contact soon goodbye darling maria said and pip thought she heard it in her voice then the smallest stirring of hope She thumbed the red button on her phone and the silence granted in her granted granted in her ears it was a maybe it was a possibility sorry I don't know why I just said it was possible and that possibility it began with green screen green scene I think I said green screen later earlier anyways green scene ltd and it ended the voice in her head interrupted with her dead with her dead the sixth victim of the dt killer pip tried to speak over the voice in her head distract distract it don't think about the end of for now just the next step one day at a time but how many more of those did she have shut up leave her alone first step green scene the echo of those two words sounding in her head morphing into the clicking of her pen dt 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 and that's when she realized jason bell wasn't the only person she knew who who was connected to green green scene ltd the there was someone else too 
Daniel da Silva, before he became a cop officer, oh my god, became a police officer, he'd worked at Jason Bow's company for a couple of years, maybe even worked directly with Billy Karras. This case, which just yesterday has seemed so far away from her, so remote, remote, it was creeping closer and closer to home, just like those chalk figures climbing up her wall closer and closer like it was leading her right back to Andy Bell and to the very beginning of her everything. There was a sudden sound and a harsh buzzing. Pip flinched. It was only her phone vibrating against the desk with an incoming call. Pip glanced at the screen and she picked up the phone. No caller ID. Hello, she said. There was no answer. Down the other end. No voice, no sound, other than the faintest trace of static. Hello, Pip said again, holding on to the O sound. She waited, listened, listened. Could she hear something? I mean, someone breathe? Or was it that just her own? Maria, she said, is that you? No answer. A telemark... Getting so, oh my god, sorry. A telemarketing call, maybe, with a bad connection? Pip held her breath and listened. Closed her eyes to focus her ears. It was faint, but it was there. Someone was there, breathing into the phone. Couldn't, couldn't they hear her speaking? Kara, Pip said. Kara, I swear if you think this is funny, then the call ended. Pip lowered the phone and stared at it stared at it for far too long and as though it might explain it itself to her and it wasn't her own voice in her head now it was harriet hunters who spoke to her in an imagined voice pip created for her talking about her murdered sister from the article about dt she also mentioned getting a few prank calls that was in the week before she went missing Pip's heart re- reacted and the gun went off inside her chest. Billy Karras might be the DT killer and might not. And if and if that circle Pip like a black hole, if Billy wasn't DT, then the game had changed again into the final round. And now the timer and now a timer was ticking down. The week before, who will look for you when you're the one who disappears? File name, download, Billy Karras Police Interview, point PDF, page 41. Oh my god, that's so long. Okay. LT.Nolan. Nolan, yeah. Come on, Billy. Let's stop messing around here. It's going to be okay. Look at me. Let's stop playing this game. Hey, you will feel so much better when you just say it. Trust me, everything will be better for you if you just tell me what happened. You probably didn't mean for any of this to happen, right? And you didn't mean to hurt any of those girls. I understand that maybe they wronged you in some way, did they? Were they mean to you, Billy? 
BK. No, sir. I don't know any of them. I didn't do it. See, you're lying to me now, Billy, aren't you? Because we know you knew Bethany Ingham. Ingham. She was your supervisor at work, wasn't she? Yes, yeah, sorry. I meant I didn't know the other woman. I knew Bethany, though. I didn't mean to lie, sir. I'm just so tired. Could we have a break soon? Did you hate Bethany, Billy? Did you think she was attractive? Did you want to sleep with her? And did she turn you down? Is that why you killed her? No, I... Please, can you stop asking so many questions so fast? I... I'm trying to not get confu confused. To not accidentally lie again. I did... I didn't hate Bethany at all. I liked her, but not like... Like how you're saying. She was nice to me. She brought in a cake... To the office for my birthday last year made everyone sing for me people aren't normal normally nice to me like that except my mom so you're a loner are you billy is that what what you're saying you don't have a girlfriend do you do women make you uncomfortable because you're lonely does it make you angry that they don't want to be with you no i sir i just I can't keep up, please. I'm trying. I'm not a loner. I just don't have many friends at the moment. Maybe some of the guys at work. Oh, it has like a blank thing. Like it just like scribbled out black. And then it says, who used to work with me in Bethany's team too? He's actually a police officer now. And I have nothing but respect for women. My mom raised me a single mother and she's always taught me that. Page 76. Nolan. You can't remember? I just mean that sometimes when I drink a lot, I black out. I can't really remember what I've done. I think I have a problem. I'm going to get help when with it, I promise. So you're saying that you don't remember any of the nights that these women died? You can't remember whether you were on any of those dates? No, I would have been at my house. I just don't remember exactly. I was explaining to you sometimes the reasons why I don't remember. But Billy, if you don't remember, isn't it possibly possible that you weren't at home? That that you killed these women while you were blacked out i i i'm not sure sir i don't i guess it is possible it is possible that you killed these women just say it billy no i do just if i don't remember then i can't say what i'm was or wasn't doing that all can i get some water or something my head hurts just tell me uh, I lost my oh just tell me Billy and then this can all stop and yes you can have some water get some sleep come on we've we're both tired you will feel so much better so much lighter the guilt must just be eating you up just tell me you did it you can trust me Billy you know that we've already gone from saying I didn't do it to I don't remember come on let's just go on one step further tell me the truth that is the truth. I didn't do it, but I don't remember those nights. Stop lying to me, Billy. Your van was captured driving to the site with where 
Philip Brockfield's body was dumped on the same morning. Your DNA is all over Tara Yet's body. Look, I have a file as thick as my arm of evidence against you. It's over. Just tell me what you did, and I can make this all go away. I shouldn't have touched her, Tara. I'm sorry. I thought she was alive. I was trying to help her. That's why my DNA is on her. Someone saw you, Billy. Saw me? Doing what? Page 77. Nolan. Oh, by the way, these pages are, like, from the interview. Anyways, Nolan. You know what, Billy? You know exactly what? Let's stop pretending that he... Oh, sorry. Pretending here. You've been caught. Just tell me so we can give the families of these poor girls some peace. Someone saw me with Tara before the at night but i don't remember i don't how could i not remember if this doesn't make any sense what does what doesn't make any what doesn't make sense billy well from everything you're telling me all the evidence you have it sounds like maybe i must have done it but i don't understand how maybe you blocked it out billy maybe you didn't want to remember because you feel so sorry for what you've done Maybe I don't remember. I don't remember anything. But someone saw me. I'm going to need you to say it out loud, Billy. Tell me what you did. I think maybe it must have been me. I don't understand how, but it was me, wasn't it? I was the one who hurt those women. I'm sorry. I don't, I wouldn't ever, I would ever do, I wouldn't ever do anything like that. But it must have been me. Well done, Billy. That's really good. There's no need to cry now. I know how sorry you must feel. Come on now. Here's a Kleenex. There you go. Right? I'll go and get some water now. But when I'm back, we need to carry on this conversation, okay? Get everything, all the details out in the open. You've done really well now. Billy, you must feel better already. Not really. Are you? Is my mom going to find out? Page 91. Nolan, how did you kill them, Billy? Is It's the tape around their faces. They couldn't breathe, that's how. No, Billy, that's not how they died. Come on, you know the answer. How did you kill them? It wasn't the duct tape. I I don't know, sir. I'm sorry. Did I, did I strangle them? Yeah, yes, I strangled them. Good, Billy. With my hands? No, it wasn't with your hands, was it, Billy? You used something. What did you use? Um, I don't... I don't... Maybe a rope? Yes, it was. Blue rope. We found fibers that matched the exact type of rope in your van. Is that the kind we use at work? Especially with the tree surgeon trim... Surgeon teams. I must have taken it from work, did I? As well as the duct tape, I guess. Where did you kill them, Billy? After you abducted them... Where did you take them to kill them? Um, I don't know. I don't... My work van, maybe? And then I could drive them straight to where they found. They were found? You left each of them for a while, though, didn't you? After you bought, bound them in the duct tape, before you returned to strangle them, a few of the women had ma- managed to lose the tape around their wrists, tear it in places, and 
which suggests you left them unsupervised for a little while. Where did you go in in that time? I just drove around, I suppose. Okay. Page 102. Nolan. Good, that's right, Billy. And what did you take from Melissa Denny as a trophy? Another bit of jewelry, I think. No, it wasn't that time. It was something else. Something else a woman might carry in her purse. Oh, maybe her wallet? He... Her her driver's license? No, Billy, you know what it was. Something she probably used every day. Oh, a lipstick. You might have taken a lipstick too, Billy. But there was something else missing from her bag. Something bigger than that. Something her family told us she took everywhere. Uh, oh, something hair, hair, a hairbrush? Is that what you mean by that? Yes, it was a hairbrush, wasn't it, Billy? One of those wider brushes she had a lot on hair. Melissa, long blonde hair. Is that why you wanted to keep the brush? I guess that makes sense. And what color was the brush? pink hmm i describe it more as purple myself a little purple lavenderish like lilac yes that's exactly it so where are you keeping the trophies billy phyllis necklace melissa's hairbrush bethany's watch julia's earrings and tara keys tara's key rings we've researched your house we've researched your house and your van and we couldn't find them i think i must have thrown them away then i don't remember then threw them in the trash yeah wrapped them up and threw them in the trash you didn't want to keep them can i please go to sleep now i'm just so tired so i'm gonna finish off there I'm only doing two chapters because my phone's about to die. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot to charge my phone. (laughs) Plus, I lost my charger. (laughs) So, I have to charge it in the morning. But, tomorrow, I'll post more. Probably post 16, 17, and 18. And maybe, like... Wait, did I say that right? Yeah, 16, 17, 18, 19. Maybe five chapters tomorrow? Like till 20 but um yeah i'll post two episodes tomorrow okay bye i'll see you guys tomorrow